Your continued donations help keep the Tech Weekly Podcast going. If you haven't donated and would like to, please visit techweeklypodcast.com and click on one of the PayPal donation buttons. We thank you in advance for your generosity. Hey, thanks for listening to the Tech Weekly Podcast. This is episode 23 for February 22nd, 2007. My name is Peter Kruppine, and uh, we got a lot of news for you this week. Uh, let's get started right away. Spy satellite that we were talking about a while back that was disabled and was hurtling toward Earth at a very high rate of speed is now no longer a problem. It was uh, successfully blown up. In millions of little pieces uh, over the Pacific Ocean, uh, February 21st at around 10 uh, a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I do have, vid- have a video clip of it. Uh, what the Navy and the Department of Defense were worrying about um, was the possibility of the satellite, first of all, hitting the Earth and causing problems. Uh, it was a the satellite was the size of, of a school bus, so anything that hits, uh, and certainly hits at that speed, will definitely cause a problem. Uh, but they were also worrying about the hydrazine gas contained within the satellite. And what this hydrazine gas does is it helps keep uh, the satellite in the correct orbit. Uh, because this, this satellite, like a lot of other satellites, was a geosynchronous satellite, which means that it rotates at the same rate as the Earth does. Um, so if you're standing on the ground and you look up at the satellite, it will appear as though it's not moving. Uh, but it is actually moving at the same rate that the Earth is moving. Uh, so that's how these satellites work. Uh, now, occasionally these satellites get off orbit and they have to be pushed back into orbit, and this hydrazine fuel uh, is used to do that. And when it gets off orbit, they just psh, shoot out a little fuel and it goes right back into orbit uh, where it is supposed to be. Uh, This satellite contained a lot of hydrogen fuel and that's why they wanted to blow it up to get rid of that fuel. Uh, Also, another reason why they wanted to blow it up is to prevent any other countries that were not so friendly with getting some of our secrets. the spy satellite contained secret uh, optical devices uh, that are capable of uh, high resolutions um, and they they are capable of zooming very very close um, to capacities which I don't know uh, and not many people do know because they are classified uh, they they contain very many classified parts uh, and if these parts uh, were to fall in the wrong hands they could possibly give a country that we don't like some of our well-developed secrets, uh, which is something we didn't want. Uh, But enough talking about why they blew it up. Let's take a look at them actually blowing it up. And I have a video clip that I found on YouTube here that I will show you right now. And as you can see, this is from February 21st, around 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And you'll see now the missile launching from the ship. It was launched off a ship in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. You'll see the missile uh, going at a very high speed up to the satellite. And you'll see the rocket separating into two to allow the secondary fuel supply to take over. And now you'll see that little star-like object is the satellite. 
and that is the explosion. And all that mist-like substance, that is the fuel uh, that they were concerned about. Uh, let's see that again. Uh, and of course, also the millions of little pieces that the satellite was shattered into. So uh, if you like watching explosions, uh, this video is available on YouTube, uh, and you can watch it as many times as you want. Uh, and as you can see, all the little parts are separating from the satellite. Um, actually, after the satellite was uh, blown to pieces, there was a little mini meteor shower that could be seen over northern Canada uh, of the uh, pieces burning up in the atmosphere. So uh, pretty cool. Not, not technology-related so much, but still cool nonetheless. Let's get to the news, and we do have a bit. Um, obviously the SPIES satellite, which we just talked about. Uh, the Polaroid cameras that we've all come to know and love, those cameras where you take a picture, uh, and the picture spits out the front of the camera, you hold it, you shake it a few times, and then in a couple seconds the photo is developed. Well, they are going to be no more. At the end of 2008, Polaroid has announced that it will cease production, of the instant developing pictures and cameras. Uh, these, uh, f uh, basically this technology has been around for 60 years and this is its 60th anniversary. Uh, but Polaroid announced it's, it's not being very profitable anymore. Uh, they're deciding to stop it. However, that doesn't mean you will be able to instantly develop photos. Uh, they also announced the Zinc spelled Z-I-N-K, the Zinc Printer. It stands for Zero Ink Printer. Uh, it will be a very small printer, about the size of a deck of cards. Uh, it will retail for about $100, will be equipped with Bluetooth, and will be able to print uh, small photos uh, instantly. So you will have a digital camera, take your picture, uh, the presumably a Polaroid digital camera, uh, Bluetooth link up with the printer, and you'll be able to print very small, like 2 by 3 inch pictures, uh, instantly without any ink. So uh, these pictures are about to cost like 25 cents each, which is pretty cheap, and uh, you'll be able to get your photo instantly, which is pretty cool, and without ink, of course. So while uh, the Polaroid technology is gone, um, and, and actually I, I like the little Polaroids. I think um, I was so excited when I got a little Polaroid camera. I went around and took many pictures and developed them because, you know, it was something that you could take and that you could, uh, you know, develop instantly. And it was just, I, you know, I remember getting a Polaroid camera a while back. I, I just used to think it was so cool. But uh, I guess with the rising costs, uh, it has become less than profitable to make them, and uh, they've decided to stop manufacturing these, uh, this paper. Uh, and the technology as well, but uh, obviously a sad day in technology, uh, but uh, out of uh, this event comes a new, uh, probably probably better technology, uh, which I will look forward to see. HD DVD is officially done. Uh, Toshiba has announced that it will stop making the HD DVD players. Uh, around March of this year. Uh, this is after many, in fact, all of the major movie studios have announced that they are no longer supporting HD DVD and that they are going with Blu-ray. Uh, the HD DVD players uh, will no longer be made and the disc will no longer be made. And uh, this format war that we've been witnessing for the last couple months between HD DVD and Blu-ray is finally over. 
so uh, you can now go out and buy a Blu-ray player uh, and enjoy all your high-def movies. No format war. That'll that'll be kind of not interesting. We won't have that's one less thing to talk about in the podcast. Firefox has been downloaded over 500 million times. The Mozilla Foundation announced that the browser that is very, very popular is uh, as popular as we think it is. Uh, as Of course, we saw it as being downloaded 500 million times in Firefox, and the Mozilla Foundation are partnering uh, with a organization that helps stop hunger uh, to hopefully enable people who download Firefox to also contribute uh, to this organization uh, to stop hunger. So a little bit of a milestone for Firefox as well, uh, but a very popular browser and uh, I think the reason why it is so popular is because it works and uh, that's what people want. If you are a person who talks a lot on their cell phone, you will be excited to hear about the next story. Uh, AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile have announced that they are planning to bring out unlimited, that's right, I said it, unlimited voice and data plans very soon. Uh, these plans will retail for about $100 per month, and they will feature unlimited voice and data. Uh, and they are hopefully uh, a step in enabling the cell phone to become more of an internet browsing device uh, because right now it is not really. Uh, so unlimited voice, uh, that means unlimited minutes and unlimited data uh, coming to a cell phone near you hopefully, hopefully very soon. And while we're here let's talk about Vista Windows Vista Service Pack 1 was released to fanfare? Nah. I would say it's a piece of crap, but that's just my opinion. Um, it's basically, it, it is almost worse than uh, the first Vista, Vista without the Service Pack. Um, let's see. Uh, some programs that worked with original Windows Vista do not work with Windows Vista Service Pack 1. Uh, especially security programs, uh, Trend Micro Security 2008 to be specific. Uh, RAM issues have been reported and also uh, it has been reported that Windows Vista Service Pack 1 has actually corrupted hard drives. Not good. So Microsoft's ever popular and ever uh, shall we say excellent operating system Windows Vista has just gotten more excellent joke. So, another reason why A, to stick with XP, or B, to go with Mac. Although Mac OS X Leopard has its own problems, but we won't talk about them right now. Anyway, uh, talking about virus and security uh, problems, if you will, uh, a picture frame, a digital picture frame, you know those things you see in the store that scroll through the pictures, uh, they have like little LCD screens on them. A uh, picture frame from Best Buy, I believe it's Insignia branded, uh, has been linked to a very, very potent Trojan uh, virus program. Uh, those people who bought the Insignia picture frame, uh, when they networked it to their home network or hooked it to their computer, a Trojan 
was installed on their computer uh, and proceeded to steal gaming passwords uh, like those of World of Warcraft and so forth. Um, and this problem has been linked to the factory in China where it apparently uh, there was the virus, the virus was installed on the picture frame itself. Uh, and this is a nasty virus and it is resistant to uh, 100 types of security programs. Uh, so, not good. It, uh, it is model NSDPF10A. These are 10.4 inch insignia picture frames. Uh, these, these, of course, have been discontinued and you can call Best Buy and complain, although they really won't be able to do much for you if you've been infected. Um, but this is a nasty virus. Uh, hopefully the uh, antivirus software companies are working on this. I'm sure they are. Um, and hopefully you don't have this. Um, so don't buy picture frames or get a Mac. <sighs> Macintosh looks ever more appealing. Anyway, that's about all the news we have for you this week. Uh, this was a little quick episode. Um, I just wanted to show you the uh, video of the uh, exploding satellite, which I'm sure you're uh, very impressed with. Let, let me show it to you again, uh, since you're probably interested in seeing it again. Uh, this video is on YouTube, by the way. Uh, just look for exploding or U.S. spy satellite or exploding spy satellite. Let's skip to the good part. Boom. I just like to watch that. It's pretty cool. Well, it's pretty cool that we can explode something like from that at that height with a missile. Anyway, that's pretty much all the news we have for you today. If you would like to comment on the episode that you just watched, you can do so by writing to us at comments at techweeklypodcast.com. It just scrolled below you. Uh, or you could call us at 718-306-9412. Uh, that number is different than our previous number because the old number is out of service for some reason. Uh, 1-718... Oh, man, I can't write on this thing. 7183... Oh, six, nine, four, one, two. That's my phone number. Or Skype us. Tech Weekly Podcast is our screen name. Uh, or you can email us, as I mentioned before, comments at techweeklypodcast.com. It's right down there. Um, if you haven't watched the live stream... Uh, lately, or you haven't watched it at all, I do encourage you to watch it. It is a lot of fun uh, when I am on, of course. Uh, I am on sometimes, like in the afternoon. I've been on a lot this previous week because I've been off from school. Yay. Um, do uh, come. Come by. Uh, come join the fun. Uh, there is a chat room. You can come and chat and meet some friends, ask some tech questions if you have it. Uh, Everything is at techweeklypodcast.com, and the address is scrolling right below me right here. Uh, everything is at techweeklypodcast.com. You can find all the previous videos. You can find uh, the live stream and the chat. Uh, you can find also the donation button where you can donate some money to us if you so choose to do so. Uh, everything is at techweeklypodcast.com. Everything 
It's your one-stop shopping, if you will, for technology news and commentary and uh, questions if you have them. So do come by uh, techweeklypodcast.com uh, and uh, join the fun. You know, it's I'm having a lot of fun with this live stream uh, and uh, I'm sure the viewers are too. So right here, this website, techweeklypodcast.com. I thank you for listening and this has been episode 23 for February 22nd, 2007. My name is Peter Kruppine. And uh, I thank you for watching. Your continued donations help keep the Tech Weekly Podcast running. If you haven't donated and would like to do so, please visit techweeklypodcast.com and click on one of the PayPal donation buttons. We thank you in advance for your, do- for your generosity.